Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host Joey. No chill, Prano. Hello, Andrew. How are you? I'm I'm great. Tuesday, the new day. From now, we do this after Monday Night Football. We get the whole week covered. Are we doing Tuesdays and Thursdays now? Nope. No. I was really excited for that. You Tuesdays and Thursdays like college classes. Yeah, that's right. You know, you get the whole week. You get Mondays and Fridays off. You got Wednesday break in the middle. I think it's official. I think we're going Tuesdays and Thursdays. What am I going to do about Den Report? Uh, not not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> not going to work here anymore, I, that's I, for sure. I was hoping you'd drop a not going to work here anymore. I am glad we waited till Tuesday. It was a long holiday weekend. My feet are still torn up from pool volleyball. So you just played the one day, though, right? But I played last weekend. The feet were still Sounds like up. somebody needs some aqua socks. Yeah. Or just to callous your feet up like a man. Yeah. All uh, this running on the beach? How are your feet still not fucking ready to take a pounding? It's funny. The sand, when I run on the beach, it, like, cracks some more. My, my heels look like AIDS. It's disgusting. Yeah. I need to get a, uh, a pedicure okay. to clean that shit up. It's pretty gross. Disgusting, actually. It's a hot way to start the show. Yeah. I know. We got dirtball in the house, by the way. We do. Just caught out of the side of my eye, chugging chugging Bud Lights over there. He comes in a Philly jersey with Bud Lights. I feel like this is just like a spit-in-the-face-of-Joe-Prano visit. Yeah. He's like, I paid $100 to just stand for things that Joe-Prano hates. So, so <laughs> I got a DM from a dirtball. You know, when you get the unread... Messages was that the section it's called? I don't know what you're talking about. When like somebody you don't follow. Oh, like a message request. Yes. Yeah. I missed it. Said he's gonna be in town for a few days, and uh, his last tweet was from 2011. He's not on social media. This is what I love. Not on social media. He had to get on. He said, "I want to come to the show." Like you were just saying, he's in town from Philly. Let's bring him on mic here. This is probably his podcast debut, I assume. Colin, you there? Hey, what's up, guys? So, you, uh, how long have you been listening to the show? Um, I've been listening for about a year and a half, maybe two years. Make so, sh- relatively new dirtball. Yeah, you could say that. Make sure you uh, speak into the mic when you, I, I know this is probably the I know, time. I complained about that, and now I'm doing it. Yeah, it's all right. You're, you're a stoner, dude. You're, you're dude a, by the way, you hear him? He's like, now I'm doing it. He's like, I don't have a Philly accent. I'm like, what, are you, what am I doing? Just over here drinking beer water. He asked me if he could roll blunts during the <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah. And I, and I made a joke, and he got defensive. I was like, I was like blunts? Like, like, I don't know, blunts to me. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. What do we, let's go. Take on the blunt crowd. I, I'm, not, I'm just not. I'm not a big blunt guy, personally. Because why? I'm just saying, if you're gonna, if you're gonna be smoking weed, I don't know. I'm, I, I'd, I'd prefer a joint or a vape pen or edibles. That's that's my take. 
But I are love you- that you just named all other types of weed. You're like, <laughs> I prefer, a, uh, you know, dabs or joints or edibles or just, you know, bowl or pills. So you dropped some serious money on our legal cannabis. Yes, you said sir. you dropped almost a grand? Yes, sir. Almost a grand. Yeah, I mean, how much? That's if you include my. P- med pull card. the mic to your <laughs> to your mouth. You got to include my med card if you're counting that grand number. Without that med card, which cost me like four hundred, then I'm probably still chilling at like five six hundred. But why can't you just buy recreational weed here? Why do you need a med card? Well, you can fly home legally, and I've heard mixed things, but supposedly the California med cards work in other medical states. Okay. So I'm hoping that I can use it in PA because right now I got to pay someone like ten dollars over the store price to get like dispensary weed in PA. Got it. Got it. And uh, I don't think there's any truth whatsoever to the fact that you can fly with it, right? I don't. Th- I don't think you're. If you're an actual doctor, could you fucking take weed on a plane? But good luck to you, sir. I hope. I'm. I'm wishing you the best of luck. You're walking with that Ben Simmons jersey. I know. Yeah. They're gonna be like, bro, let's. He's got, a, he's got a blunt behind his ear with his Ben Simmons jersey on. They're like, sir, what? What are you doing? He's like, what? I'm. I'm. I'm very sick. Yeah, Medi- medi- I have a medical card. Medically speaking, I am sick. Yeah, I went to Doctor Dank and got a prescription. <laughs> is that is that not legal? I mean, that's pretty much the truth. Yeah, I went into the, the spe- or, uh, doctor, and um, Doctor Dank, <laughs> doctor, and he just started kind of naming off illnesses that I had. He's yeah. like, "Yeah, hey, you have anxiety, you have PTSD, you definitely have chronic pain." And then I, he said I had OCD, and I was like, I cut him off there. That's where I did He's the like, lie. I was like, dude, I do not have OCD. I am not an overachiever. He's like, stop arguing I dropped out of school twice. Like, calm down. <laughs> He's like, but. stop arguing with me. I'm trying to get you fucking legal weed. Unreal. It's like, it's like your old bit. Yeah. Because that's exactly what happened to me when I first moved here. I did you retire to- that bit? Yeah. I think that bit got retired. I think it might have. I think, I think parts of it might have been on Joe Prano Takes the Stand. Yeah. So, yeah, everything from Joe Prantick's to stand has been retired. Well, Joe, we got a lot of sports to talk. We got, we got a live audience member. He, he's sitting in uh, Aaron's spot. Like, can we get Aaron to drop out of law school? Like, like, we need him here. We need Twerks. Yeah, Twerks was here for the weekend. Smashing. Uh, you picked up Costco brand White Claws for him, Basically. Basically. You went shopping. Well, not just me. I, I, I had my, my lady was in town, and uh, I, you know, knew she would like that. I knew your lady would like that. And the Costco knockoff of White Claw. Could you make any more noise? This guy. I love let the man live. This guy over. I, I love this guy. He's, just, he's rattling bags, cracking over beers. He's like oh. a homeless guy. He's just like everything comes out of a plastic bag. Like, what's in here? <laughs> no, all good, Colin. Just ball busting. <laughs> but it was it was a twenty four pack was ten dollars. Wow! But it's only four percent alcohol, right? And it's more calories. Four percent alcohol is like yeah, well, only slightly more calories. Like I think I think one of them was what one ten and one yeah. was like ninety five. Yeah. What is white claw typically ninety? Hundred. But also, and those were smaller cans. Or were the, they? Or the those are about the same size as white claws. Who fucking knows? Who cares? Yeah. Why are we going down this again? Because you're I don't know. Because I just thought it was interesting. You were like, don't worry about it. I got white claws. I got whatever. I was like, what? I'm just saying. I've already said I'm a team player. Just because I don't drink them doesn't mean I don't want to take care of everybody. (laughs) Just because I did 14 episodes on my hatred of them doesn't mean I won't buy them for a pool party. Yeah. It doesn't mean I'm not going to not do that. Aaron played pretty well, though. His pool volleyball game was nice. Uh, Yeah. Aaron 
had 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 a decent run. He was wearing the MVP hat for a minute. Yeah, he was. Did you finish with it? I never. I, basically, I was handing out the MVP hat. I was the guy who was taking the MVP hat, handing it out. It was my unofficial way of saying, like, I think we all know I was the MVP, but like, I'm gonna share it. I'm gonna share my MVP hat. Aaron almost not only took the MVP hat, the sheriff batch. Yeah. He was at one point like doing a fucking Danny DeVito and twins with another guy in like a white T-shirt. So I'm like, basically, does that dude live here? Yeah, man. Full blown alcoholic. Did you did you hear what he was I saying? Mean, it was Labor Day, bro. I didn't know if he was special needs. I think he was just hammered. But that's my point. If you're that drunk and I'm not sure if you're special needs, you are hammered. He was wanting to fight everybody. Yeah, but he didn't fight anybody. So. That was nice. But then, but here's the thing. Talk about the MVP versus the sheriff badge. Like, I was handing out the MVP. Uh, Twerks took your sheriff badge. You were in the hot tub under a fucking blanket. You were, it, was like, it was like somebody broke into your home while you were naked. You were hiding in the closet. I just didn't want to deal with the guy. Twerks stood up. was like, I'm from Fresno, bitch. No, Twerks can't, was, can't come around fucking Savage Town while fucking Fresno Bulldogs in the house. Twerks was being nice. I mean, I didn't want to deal with a drunk guy who keeps saying he wants to fight. He straight up was like showing scars on his knuckles, bragging how he likes to fight people. He kissed Twerks in the forehead at one point. Yeah, I think he kissed him multiple times. <laughs> it was some real fucking. It was some. He kept real, saying that he was. He was fucking. He was in like the mob. It was some real white guy trying to steal the land from the natives. Shit, like, like Twerks was there. He had, he had, he was all settled, and then yeah. some white dude showed up, started, uh, you know, threatening to fight him, kissing him on the head. I was like, he's, you know, seconds away from giving me a blanket covered in smallpox. Like, Maybe that's why Aaron isn't here. Yeah, he's in a hospital bed right now. I think him and that dude are fucking on their way to Vegas, fear and loathing style. Like <laughs> Jesus, that was the dynamic duo. Well, let's get to some sports. I mean, we want to avoid the Colts, but you can't. I don't know what's what is happening well, in Indianapolis. I, forget the Colts. Let like the how about just like AFC the AFC South. South? AFC South is a fucking spinning SpongeBob meme. Yeah. What the fuck is happening? The Colts. I mean, where do you, like when you look at our top two stories? Where, where do you start? Let's start. Let's start with uh. Let's let's go chronologically. Okay. They they. For everybody who's a fucking Jacoby Brissett supporter, and by the way, I'm still like just shocked and appalled that these people, like it, it happened so fast. Yeah, they went from booing Andrew Luck to everybody's now the world's biggest Jacoby Brissett fan. They give Brian Hoyer twelve million dollars. They bring in Brian Hoyer and they give him twelve million dollars to back up Brissett. Nine million guaranteed. Yeah. So. They're not so sure about Brissett, right? Why do you need Hoyer then? Yeah. Brissett's young. Everybody's telling me how fucking good he is. Oh, their offensive line's great. He's going to be fine. Why are you handing out $9 million to guarantee to Hoyer $12 million? It's like, I get that he's just a backup, but $4 million is a lot of fucking backup money yeah. for Brian Hoyer. It's a lot. Yeah. I was very surprised by then, that. Then... They turn around and they give Brissett thirty million. Twenty mil guaranteed. Was he about to hold out? No. In fact, he just so people who don't know, he was in the final year yeah, of his a, rookie deal. He was gonna get two million bucks this year. 
correct? Something like that. Why did they have to extend him? I don't know. I don't get it. Was Jacoby Brissett about to go from being a career backup behind Tom Brady and Andrew Luck to I'm holding out for starter money? The only reason he is starting is because their franchise quarterback retired. He did not earn this job. In fact, not only did he not earn the job, he played and he played like absolute fucking dog shit. I just want to chime in on the Brissett thing real quick. Bro, you got you got to speak. <coughs> if he does amazing, you this, speak in the mic. If yeah. he does amazing this year and his contracts up, you know they're kind of fucked. Then, but they paid but they paid him fifteen million dollars. Like, how fucked are they? That's far below value, though, isn't it? Far below value for what? Just a, a starting, starter in the yeah, in the NFL. But like, you're 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 looking at a guy who has like, if he comes out and does what this year? Like, what does he have to do? He throws for forty five hundred yards. He wins twelve games. Like. What does Brissett do where yeah. you're like, we, we made a good deal paying him $15 million? I, mean, I think it's just got to be to the point where he... Like, you're, 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 you're a Philly guy, right? Yeah. You're a Philly guy. Uh, Nick Foles got $20 million. Here he has a fucking Super Bowl. This guy's getting 75% of his money. He went 5-11. and 4-11. and 4-11, sorry. Went 4-11. and 11. He threw for fucking 3,100 yards. He threw for less touchdowns than he had games started. He's trash. I mean, Nick Foles got four years, too, and I'm pretty sure the way Brissett's contract is structured, it's only 20 mil guaranteed with 15 mil this year. So yeah. if he were to be shit, they can cut him with only sure. 5 mil dead bunny. If he's amazing, I mean, it's only what, Yeah, and you know what else, you know what else they can do the if he's shit this year? Cut him and pay him $2 million. Yeah. I just don't understand. I don't get it either. I don't understand doing both of these deals simultaneously. I don't get it either. And, and that's my thing, is that in a span of 24 hours, <coughs> they gave $29 million in guaranteed money to Brissett and Hoyer. Where did Brissett go to school? Ole Miss. Okay. Uh, do we think... Am I right on that? <laughs> I see. You just said it like it was fucking real. I'm like, if you say so. I think I'm right on that. Like, like, what proof is there that he's any better than just like a drafting a rookie? In I am fu- completely wrong. See, see. Where'd he go? NC State. He transferred from Florida to NC State. He ain't fast. Forty yard dash time: four point nine four seconds. I just don't understand it. But yeah, Bill O'Brien fucking took a beer out of his butt chin and was like, "Hold my beer!" <laughs> like he comes over the top with handing Clowney to your boy, your boys in Seattle for nothing. Barkevius Mingo, who I'm pretty sure was the character in fucking Django Unchained, <laughs> and a fucking like. They, they they got they just got they just got a free clowny, yeah. And then the Texans go ahead and the Texans get Tunsil from the Dolphins for multiple first rounders, two first rounders and a second rounder. Bill O'Brien, I mean, what the this this is the most amazing thing. And we got a fucking Penn State guy here, but this is the most amazing thing in fucking history. Bill O'Brien has never been qualified to be an NFL head coach, yet he 
gets to be an NFL head coach. Now he gets to be a GM. Yeah. Is Bill O'Brien going to be commissioner next? So they traded Clowney for a couple guys and a third rounder. Like I'm you, fucking all in on the Jaguars. And then, like you said, they give up tons of first round picks, a second round pick, and they get Tunsil and Kenny Stills. I, I understand them desperately wanting to improve their offensive line because of how much Deshaun Watson got sacked and how often he's been hurt in his few yeah. years in the league. So they drafted offensive linemen. They added a left tackle. But you're doing that at the cost of, like, this is – you're going all in. Like, do they think they're winning the Super Bowl? Also – I hate to say it, but yes, this will improve Deshaun Watson's protection. Sure. But Deshaun Watson, much like your boy up in Seattle, it's like, bro, you're going to get sacked if you fucking hold on to the ball and try to make every fucking play with your legs. Like, yes, he's not getting protected. But also, he's not a fucking quick-hitting pocket passer yet. Yeah. And... Will this help? Of course it will because their offensive line was bad. But I just don't like I just don't understand every issue I've had with the these stories so far. It's just all fucking value. It's like who was giving Brian Hoyer 12 million if the Colston? Who's giving Brissett 30 million if the Colston? Who how is Jadavian Clowney going somewhere for nothing? Who's giving fucking the Dolphins, who are in tank mode, two first-rounders and a second-rounder for fucking Larry Tunsil and Kenny Stills? Like, go home, AFC South. You're drunk. What the fuck is happening? I just don't, like, to me, it's like, I get that you want to add a, a like, a, a solid, above-average, like, great, even, starting left tackle to break your quarterback's blindside. Again, this is all about value. Like, we're talking about Zeke's a great running back. The, the reports are he's going to get like $90 million over six years. Like, it, it's not a matter of whether or not you want Ezekiel Elliott on your team or Laramie Tunsil on your team. I mean, it is a question whether or not you want Brissett and Hoyer on your team. That's your fucking strategy of quarterback. But what, here's what I don't understand about Hoyer. The Patriots just cut him. Yeah. And, and they're taking the, uh, the, the Stidham, right? As the backup. They're making yep. the guy from Auburn their backup. So if the Patriots didn't think he was worthy to be the backup, why are the Colts throwing $12 million at Well, him? because Belichick's like, Brady's going to fucking be fine. And uh, because Bill Belichick, unlike the AFC South, understands value. He's yeah. like, why am I going to pay Hoyer when, let's be honest, if Tom Brady goes down, we're probably kind of fucked. You know, yeah, maybe this kid will, but but he's he'll be able to do it at a tenth of the price or whatever. Sure, because he's a rookie as opposed to however long Brian Hoyer's been in the league. Like that might be what Brian Hoyer like has to get paid to exist. You know what I mean? The Brissett one, I just really don't understand. Why would they not let him play out his contract? Because I guess the thinking is you're you're getting some sort of deal if he. Ex but like again, what does him excelling look like? If if the Colts go ten and six this year, 
like they did last year, they make a playoffs and they lose. You're like, yeah, we're riding or dying with Brissett at fifteen million. Isn't that the fucking? Isn't that well? The fact wasting that, money. The fact that it's only a two year deal shows they don't have the trust for him to be the long term guy. So, so the argument could be made if you're only going to do a two year deal. Also, tr- the uh, sign that they don't trust him is they paid Brian Hoyer twelve million dollars to be there just in case. Exactly. So there, there's like convoluting things that they're putting out there as far as their quarterback situation. And, and again, now I'm glad that these people don't fucking get him because of the goddamn Colts fans that I've had to deal with in my mentions. Like, I can't believe people, people, are, on, like, people are on the Brissett train. They're driving it. But, like, now I'm glad they didn't fucking get Eli Manning. But if you were just going to hand out $30 million, that was the big question mark. Like, why not? Oh, well, what do we want to fucking... What do we want to pay Eli $20 million for? Well, you're paying Brissett 15 and you're paying Brian Hoyer 4 Yeah. So you're fucking paying quarterbacks $20 million for this season. You're paying your quarterbacks $20 million. Yeah. And your options are literally what happens when Tom Brady takes a shit and flushes it. You're you're taking the Patriots' skid marks and you're paying a twenty million dollars to be your quarterbacks. Who's made more money for fucking like? I'd love to see the numbers: Tom Brady's career earnings versus Tom Brady's backups' career earnings. You take Brissett, Hoyer, Garoppolo, Castle. The guy like fuck, and all of them. Spoiler: fucking suck. Oh, Bill Belichick, he's the moneymaker. It's unbelievable. It's, it's unreal that that system— I mean, hard to say Garoppolo sucks already, but, like, he also has to play. First, got to get first got to stay on the field. The amount of money that that system and team has made for quarterbacks, I'd actually like to see it. I'd like to see all those deals played out. The career, the like, the backups going to get money from other teams versus like Tom Brady's personal career earnings. When are people going to learn? Has anyone been successful after they left the Patriots? Well, Matt Castle went fucking ten and five with the Chiefs or whatever. I don't get it, man. This whole game of like, well, if he does play well. Cross that road when it happens. Why, why jump ahead? It, it's, it's almost the same mindset that you and Tug kind of have with the rookie deal quarterbacks. Why, why wait and pay? Like, why pay them ahead of time? And, and that's my point is, like, there's no way, right, like, that, like, whoever the fifth quarterback that comes out of the next year's draft class right okay so it's not the kid from fucking Oregon and it's not the kid but like it's like it's not Tua it's not whatever is is Jacoby Brissett better than like the fourth best quarterback that's coming out of the draft next year serious question was he the fourth best quarterback in his college days He was a third-round pick. We'll see. 
It's going to be an interesting year in that division, though. I, li- I like what you're saying about the Jags, man. I mean, again, I'm, gonna, I'm bringing up my boy. Two years, $11 million. He's making $5.5 million total this year. Who? With the Dolphins. Is Jacoby Brissett better than Ryan Fitzpatrick? God, Ryan is just so streaky, man. He's just so hot and cold. Unlike Brissett, who's just been cold so far. I'm put there's two other people here. Is Jacoby Brissett better than Ryan Fitzpatrick at, at the position of quarterback? I mean, right now? Philly Philly says no. He's at no way. And by the way, he was the he was explaining the fucking paying Brissett that money. I would say no right now. Yeah. The answer's fucking no. And the Dolphins are tanking. Should have fucking tr- should have tried to get your hands on Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'll tell you what, that clowny move is a really two years eleven million for Fitzpatrick. Two years thirty million for Jacoby Brissett. How much does that clowny move upgrade the Seahawks? Well, look, they, this the, is, they, they tag him. He they they're they're not like he's on a fucking show me deal now. Sure, because they can't pay him until next year, and like they got him for nothing. But I'm talking about this year. Yeah, they, they went ten and six last year. I. Just Clowney does not put them over the top to win that division. No, I mean I mean they could. I'm not saying they couldn't win that right. division, but I mean. It's a it's a huge upgrade. Yeah, it's a huge upgrade. And Pete Carroll fucking gets it. Pete Carroll's like, if we're gonna fucking do something, we need a kick ass defense again. We're not going toe to toe with the fucking Rams. We're not we're not gonna have shootouts. Yeah. We got fucking we got, you know, beat by the Cowboys last year in the playoffs. Like, they need to fucking, you know, they need to boom it up again. And they went out and they got a former number one overall pick for nothing. I just don't understand. <laughs> Bill O'Brien not Bill qualified. O'Brien. Bill O'Brien just recently won double-digit games for the first time in his coaching career at any level. I I stand by, like, going eight and five at Penn State. It became a head coach. It's like me doing five hundred episodes of this. And then fucking calling the Olympics next year. They're like, we're replacing Costas with Prano because, you know, he told a lot of people to kill themselves on a podcast. It's like, what, if, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, do you think, um, is Clowney a better player than Frank Clark? No, but they replaced, they replaced Clark with Clowney and who's the other fucking dude that's, that they that they they basically got two players for the price of one, which in like again, Clowney's getting Clowney's getting fucking franchised, so they're paying him, but they're not paying him a big deal as opposed to Frank Clark, who you have to you know roll out the red carpet for. Like the I forget the other dude, but like the two of them together is better. Yeah. 
And their their D's gonna be all right. They're they're gonna be good again. Yeah. I mean, they signed Bobby Wagner to a long term deal. They're gonna be tough again. I just I just don't under like I'm trying to wrap my head around. What do you think Pete Carroll's thinking, or whoever from the Seahawks side when they get this call for this kind of deal? Blinking guy meme. I I think they're like I think they do. We'll take it no backseas and they hang up and then they uh, they disconnect their phone. And they're like, then we just keep getting a busy signal. It's like, well, I guess we're making this deal. Pete Carroll, like, there's more conspiracies behind this trade than Pete Carroll has about 9-11. <laughs> Pete Carroll's like, Bush did the Jadavian Clowney trade. <laughs> yeah, what's going on here? Bill O'Brien's in the skull and bones. <laughs> Like some like Bill o, Bill O'Brien's like you know this is a false flag like somehow Bill O'Brien's making money through the military industrial complex by trading away fucking Jadavian Clowney and be like he he's on some like major league shit where like somehow they make he makes more money if they go ten and six and lose their first round playoff game like he's like that's the that's the sweet spot that's the spot you want to be in. I like Jacksonville, man. I know it's early, and we're going to have our NFL preview next episode where we're going to break down each division and make our predictions. But the problem with the Texans' moves all together is that they're better than they were three days ago, right? Like, Clowney's gone, but they add a starting left tackle – they add another wide receiver to go with Hopkins, Will Fuller, who I like but has yet to stay on the field for a full season. You had you had Stills, and you're like, okay. So now you're going all offense. You're protecting Watson. You're giving Watson weapons. You're getting rid of Clowney, who fucking you know, put you in a position where he didn't want to play for you. Okay? So you're better than you were three days ago. The problem is... It's a Super Bowl or bust league. So, are they winning the Super Bowl? I would go a hard no. Are they winning the division? Right. But forget that. Even if they do win the division, right? Let's say, again, let's say they win the division. Let's say they lose their first round game. Let's say they win the division and they go fucking 12 and 4 and they get a bye and they lose in the second round. Now you go next year, you don't have a Super Bowl. And you're down two first-round draft picks. You're down a fucking third-rounder. And you're down Clowney. Yeah. So, they're, like, they're playing poker. And they're going all in. And they're going all in with, like, a fucking fine hand. You know what I mean? They're going all in with, like, a pair of tens. But, like, seven other people are playing, bro. Like... You're not going to win unless everybody else fucking folds. Like, you're going in with what exactly? Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, and a fucking left tackle to protect him. Okay. And J.J. Watt, who can't stay on the field. You said it, not me. He can't. He's a great player. Can't stay on the field. And if you look at the other teams in the AFC, they're still not better than the Patriots. They're still not better than the Chiefs. 
I mean, right off the top of my head, those two. Again, they're Both all... Both fans are like, they're not better than us. <laughs> they're a division, you know? I'd love to see, like, the the favorite in the division. I mean, it's probably the Texans, right? Texans are probably the favorite. Yeah. Our former bookie guest here. Are the Texans a favorite? Do you know off the top of your head? I've lost some of my <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's always sunny in Philadelphia character. He's like a guy at the end of the bar. Absolutely amazing. Well, I just mentioned the Chiefs. They signed LaShawn McCoy. Yep. After he was cut by the Bills. I saw you take I saw you take a dig on our uh, Twitter feed. Yeah, I didn't really take a dig. I just I just think it's funny because It's a good point though. It, it's funny to me uh because again, we talked about this last year when they when they had to cut uh what's his name? Fucking Kareem Hunt. It's like you like I think this is the end. I think this is I think they'll I think we've seen the last guy that got like panic cut by somebody. Because you're gonna cut a guy, then he's gonna go sign somewhere else basically immediately. He signs Kareem Hunt signs with another AFC team that's you know, by Vegas odds, a contender with the Chiefs. Yeah. So a, a team that you could potentially have to play in a playoff game gets better because you panic cut a guy over his, you know, indiscretion. And then you're like, well, to fill that hole, we'll go get LaShawn McCoy, who once, like, sprayed a girl with champagne and threw off the fucking New Jersey Turnpike because she wouldn't, I don't know, suck your bouncer's dick on your party bus. Like, what fucking story is this? Is that what happened? It was some shit like... She she wasn't like DTF on a party bus that was like going back and forth between fucking Atlantic City and wherever the fuck he was going. And I don't even think it was like she wasn't DTF him. Like his security guard like threw off. It was some wild shit. Then they dropped her off at a rest stop. Then they went back and picked her up because the other stripper hoes were like complaining. They're like, you can't treat her like that. She's a nice girl. And they're like, go get her. And then they threw her off again. They like took her to some other better rest stop. And they're like... This is more your fucking style. Get the fuck off here. Or they like dropped her off on the side of the road and then picked her up and dropped her off at a rest stop. It was like, yeah, it's wild shit. But my point is, is like, it wasn't don't my, the joke was don't not sign LaShawn McCoy. The jokes don't fucking cut Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Cause you're already going to sign the next running back that has baggage. Yeah. You're like, Oh, well we have to replace him with somebody. Who's out there? Like a bunch of running backs who did some shit. This guy punched a cop, and Joe Mixon kicked a girl at fucking Chick-fil-A, and fucking <laughs> LaShawn McCoy, you know, threw some chick off his party bus, and fucking Adrian Peterson beat the shit out of his kid. It's like Zeke pulled down a titty. Yeah. A girl's shirt. Dude, now that you think about it, NFL running backs, man. You just, you just reeled off like, like a half dozen... NFL team starting running backs. I mean, if 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 somebody else had signed LaShawn McCoy, what are the odds? Like, better or worse than hundred to one that the Chiefs were going to call OJ and just be like, "We're just Chiefs, we're just kicking the tires here." How you feeling? You've been looking pretty sprightly on Twitter recently. You've been golfing. You look good. CTE is a wild fucking shit, man. How about speaking of CTE and fucking wild Chiefs running backs? How about our boy Larry Johnson? Bro. And then he replied to us. You 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 tweeted at him. 
I didn't even tweet them. I just quote tweeted his wild theory, that, like the Illuminati is trying to get us comfortable with like homosexuality by dressing NFL players in pink and making NBA players wear tight jeans. And you were like, I was like, bro, I just put CTE is real a thread, and and all Larry Johnson jumps into our replies. Former Chiefs and former Bengals running back. Not L train Larry Johnson. The running back Larry Johnson. Who also, I believe, went to Penn State. Did he not? I think that's correct. I believe he was a, yeah. he was a star running back at Penn State. I, I Look, I invited Larry on the show. I had to hop in as... You know, as the show host, I, I I hopped in on my personal Twitter, and, I, and I'll put it out there again. Larry, look, you're more than welcome to come on our show to expound upon these crazy conspiracies. And, and here's breaking news. Kajana Carter says Dave Chappelle is a CIA spook. Wow, there's all the running backs from Penn State weighing <laughs> in. Kajana Carter. All the Penn State running backs getting a little out there. I would love to have Larry on the show. Bro, I read that thread. Oh, my God. If you didn't read it last week, Larry Johnson was. You can go on uh, at the Dirty Sports Twitter feed and just look for the thing that I quote you and put CTE is real, a thread. It's a, it's a link to Larry Johnson. He wrote a thread that it's just like the wildest. Like, I don't even know. His claim is that basically. There's the, an agenda to the, push the, the, the homosexuality. The agenda by the Masons, by the way. He thinks the the Freemasons are behind this. They're pushing the LGBT agenda. Yeah. In sports, they're trying to get heterosexual men uh, to be accepting of the homosexual community by making players wear pink in October. Even though it's for breast cancer. Because it's, he's calling it like gay month or something like he's that. Calling, he's calling it, that's a front. Yeah. He's saying the breast cancer awareness month is a front for the gay agenda. Yeah. Because all gay men wear pink, apparently. Right. Has he has he not been anywhere? There are, there's like a pocket of gay men that wear pink, just like there's a pocket of straight men that wear pink. Yeah. Like, dude, go somewhere. Yeah. A lot of gay dudes look like you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> in, in, tall, handsome, in shape. Mustache. Well put together. Keep themselves clean. Great at pool volleyball. Yeah. Uh, he also said November when... Uh, they wear camouflage is a cover for them. It's so that they can uh, hide in the woods and suck each other's dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I that can't was, even see you there. I don't think that was in his in thread, but it should be. They were in camouflage. They could sneak into the woods unseen. Can you imagine getting Larry Johnson and on the show? Dick. I want Larry Johnson on the show. Let's let's see what he's tweeting today. Let's let's see if he's got any crazy shit today. How is this not already a show? Remember the sports reporters? Why aren't there? Why isn't there a Sunday show on like fucking, you know, whatever spike is these days with just like four running backs with CTE just talking about wild shit? Oh, bro, just Reggie fucking uh, what's 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 the guy's name? I'm thinking of Williams, Ricky Williams, Larry Johnson, OJ. Dude, we're putting together a fucking mean group right here. We need one white dude. Where's the guy from the Browns? That was on the cover of Madden. <laughs> or Mike Allstott. There's no way he doesn't have CTE. Oh, you're talking about Peyton Hillis? Peyton Hillis. Peyton Hillis. Ricky Williams. Larry Johnson. And OJ. 
Bro, you got to hear these tweets from Larry Johnson. His Twitter is 2LarryJohnson7. So yesterday he tweeted, did you, I don't know if you saw, both Kevin Hart and uh, Kevin O'Leary, the guy from Shark Tank. Okay. Like, had some near-death experiences this weekend. Were they together? No. Kevin Hart. That's, a, that's some Freemason conspiracy shit. All the Kevins riding cars together. This is what he tweeted yesterday. Kevin O'Leary and Kevin Kevin's Hart. Kevin's in cars getting back injuries. Kevin O'Leary and Kevin Hart just got their, in quotes, come back to God warning. This world may change, but God and all of his judgments, love and grace doesn't. Okay, so that's just the God tweet. But here, you want to get it real funny? So wait, Larry Johnson. All right, let's keep moving. Yeah, because I don't, I don't think I can unpack that. The tweet before that is someone tweets, seeing Kevin Hart's car crashed brought back memories of Paul Walker. Larry Johnson quote tweets that. Paul Walker was in the movie Skulls about secret societies that came out March 2000. He died 13 years after the movie came out. He died in the same make and color of the car he got as a gift for crossing over into being, in a quotes, a skull. So Larry Johnson, this is, well, Larry Johnson has moved on to Paul Walker conspiracies. He thinks Paul Walker. I just made a skull and bones joke, and he's fucking doing it. <laughs> like, this is a, this is a, I'm going to start doing. Can we do real or fake Larry Johnson tweets? <laughs> oh, this is a new segment. Oh, he's going after your boy Odell for the Met Gala. You know how he's wearing the cutoffs and the, and the yeah. what do you call it, a kilt? Yep. He tweets, knowledge is increasing in these last days, which is Dan 12-4, I believe a Bible quote. <laughs> Dan 12-4. Is there a Dan? <laughs> yeah, who's the Dan in the Bible? He says athletes have the influence slash resources. Brad, fifteen fourteen. <laughs> what does this even mean? Athletes have the influence slash resources to educate our children on a heritage that predates the 1600s. Nah, don a skirt to the Met Gala and sell wolf tickets about your sexuality. What does that mean? That was a tweet that was September 1st. Bro, Larry Johnson done lost his goddamn mind. I think we do have to have a new segment. Real or fake tweets from Larry Johnson. CTE is real as fuck, bro. Forget the Will Smith concussion movie. Just follow fucking Larry Johnson around for a week. Kids, kids will, parents will stop letting their kids play football immediately. Here's a good comment. If we made that show, who was on it? Larry Johnson, Peyton Hillis. OJ. OJ. Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. Ricky's just high. Yeah. Great. Uh, ben Harper on YouTube says, instead of the A team, it's the C team for concussions. <laughs> it's the CTE team. I like it. Uh, how long into a Ricky Williams-Larry Johnson sit-down before Larry Johnson accuses Ricky Williams of being gay for doing yoga? <laughs> Five minutes. I think, he, I think before they even start rolling. I think he says you're gay because you smoke marijuana, which means you also smoke cock. Like The like, devil's lettuce. Yeah, like he'll go some weird route. Ricky, if you refer to Kyle 320 in the book of fucking Ted... Like what? He, he, pulled a, he pulled a Dan twelve four. See, as annoying as Twitter can be in social media, and I always like to bitch about it. This is where it's amazing 
because if we didn't have Twitter, we couldn't have a live view into the CTE impaired brain. Larry Johnson of Larry has Johnson. a Paul Walker conspiracy theory. <laughs> His conspiracy is that he was in the movie Skulls and the exact same car 13 years later was set up to kill him. That someone involved with the Skulls or, I don't know, a movie had planned out to kill him 13 years later of a car he wasn't driving. Yeah. Fun fact, Larry Johnson was uh, inducted into the Skull and Bone Society at Penn State, and 13 years later, they have poisoned his brain with CTE. Oh, man. Where do we go from here, Joe? We're still waiting on our bet. So uh, I see we have some suggestions. So uh, let me tackle this because I'll, I'll read it and I'll, I'll tackle this. Uh, NFL bet idea. This is from Jay Lunsford. If you win the bet, Joe has to rock the banana hammock on the Venice boardwalk and the pool. If he wins, you, Andy Ruther, have to get a dreadlocks wig like Todd Gurley and Gold Grill and wear it around Venice for a weekend. I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there. Like the – uh, what's the concert you went to? The fucking MC Hammer. No, the great, great to my point, by the way. But the one the where you had to go to because you lost the fucking uh, Insane Clown Posse. Insane Clown Posse. That was funny because you had to dress like an asshole, but also like, how were you going to be received? Were they going to know you were fucking with them and then end up stomping you? Like there was a lot of unknowns. But I'm glad you brought up the MC Hammer thing, the little text thing. Anything where the punishment is Ruther acting and dressing like an asshole, I'm not agreeing to because he does this regularly. <laughs> like, this is not like he was little text at the pool this weekend because it was Labor Day. Like, I, like <laughs> there's a decent yeah. shot that next weekend he's wearing dreadlocks and a gold grill and playing pool volleyball because somebody sends him dreadlocks and a gold wig. Like, they, like it has to be worse than that. Like, yeah. Ruther, look, I – Definitely don't want to wear a banana hammock on the boardwalk. Like, that's a punishment for me. That That's next weekend for Ruther. So, like, the... I agree. I'm going to have to agree with Prano. The Insane Clown Posse was good because he's right. Like, I'm, I was I'm, I was unsure if people were going to try to fight me, if I stood out Like, too a much. better punishment is Ruther doesn't get to dress like an asshole for a year. <laughs> like, you have to go a year where you dress, dress like a normal person. Yeah, that would be a bigger punishment. Yeah. Like, no fucking... Shitty fucking costumes and little outfits. I love to dress up. Pajama, like, like uh, I think a punishment would be like, Ruther has to keep his shoes on for a year of the podcast. I mean, you guys saw what I put out on social media Friday. Not sit like a baby on the couch for a year. Like, you <laughs> saw what I put out Friday night, that nude of me on the yeah. couch. Yeah, which is right where I'm sitting, by the way. Was it there? I think it was more here. Pretty offensive. The center. I was stoned. I was really stoned. And your girl took that picture. Yeah. Everybody thought it was you. Yeah. I would never. I was like, you guys think Prano is going to take that picture? Not happy. The brothers are not happy. Have you seen Larry Johnson's response to that, by the way? No. He thinks that you're pushing homosexuality on the dirt balls. Oh, really? Them. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that was in Leviticus 11.4. <laughs> yeah. he, he just put Levi 11.4. <laughs> like the jeans. Can we play my new song, my new rap debut? Sure. Because not everybody's on YouTube for some reason. Not everybody's on social media. You know, we, we got a guy over here who who, who would fit that mold. Um, can I? Can I? Are you worried at all that this may end up getting like 
you've taken the Old Town Road beat. Is there a, are, is there any fear from you that like this is gonna get pulled down or anything or? Yeah, like, it could be. Which, by the way, whatever. Like if you get it, you put it out there, it's hilarious. Great video by Nick Delsandro. That's what I want to talk about. But I'm worried about playing it on this episode and maybe getting this episode pulled down. Oh, the live YouTube stream. Yeah. You're worried about that getting us getting nicked for. Yeah. I should not have tried to monetize this podcast. Interesting. Because it's the same beat. Right. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't play it. But that being said, people should go watch it. You put it on our YouTube page. It's a. Uh, a, a dent head original, uh, although you went full Drake and all of your lyrics were ghost written. Well, Nick wrote most of them. I I, I want to give Nick some love right now. Nick now, basically did everything, including recording vocally a better version of the rap, which you then recorded over with not even near the same flow. He did a, a great job. A lot of people have been criticizing you being out of tune, even with auto tune. Well. Here's what's interesting about auto-tune. Like he, it doesn't actually automatically tune you. He put the auto-tune on it. I would be curious to hear how it sounds without auto-tune. You think it made it worse? I'm not saying that. I'd, I'd be curious That'd to That'd be hear. a Larry Johnson-esque theory. Right no, 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 no. I didn't say that. I'd be curious to hear how it sounds without auto-tune. We thought it would sound funny to put the auto-tune. Yeah. It's up on YouTube. It's Dent Town Road. The editing, you have some great cameos in it. By the way, I have no recollection of saying we should go to that other bar. Which happened. Let's go! We're like, uh, I, you know what's funny? Is like, when I look back on that night, I was like, I don't know how, like, I mean, I know how it happened, even though I didn't remember how it happened. I was like, how did Ruther let us go to another bar? Like, I was so clearly done after the first bar, but then you, we actually see the exchange where I'm like, guys, the party's over. And then it's like, unless we're going to that bar. Well, here's what happened. The dirt balls, like I said, in Houston were turnt. Yeah. They were ready to party. They were ready to go out. I couldn't I couldn't call it early. This is what we, this, this is what it's all about. When we're in different cities, you were also ready. You were all about Whataburger at that point. But then you spotted another bar and we have it on camera. Just ready to do it. Should I not play it? Uh, I, I'm just. Wor- I I think just send people to it. I just don't want this to get pulled down. Yeah, you're which right. I think it's more likely than you're right. The other video getting pulled down. You're right. But so, go listen. You you tweeted it. You put it on our YouTube. You yeah. put it on your what? Your Instagram. Yeah. So. Colin's listening to it right now. <laughs> He's got it on the background. Yeah. It's hilarious. I think I did all right. The 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 rhymes were man. Nick D'Alessandro, I just got to give him some love. Again, the guy films, he edits, he's a he's a lyric writer, he does it all. So anybody who wants to give any negative reviews on that video can uh, eat a fat dick, because he, he did an amazing job, and uh, that'll be the first of many. You know, I'm gonna get him out here, and uh, we're gonna come a duo together. We're gonna make this happen. I watched it a thousand times this weekend. It's pretty good. 
Are you sending dick emojis, Prano? No. I got... I got a dick emoji. I got I got multiple eggplant emojis. Is that your favorite emoji? Um, I think my favorite emoji is just the shaka. Just, just throw that to everybody. I've noticed. It's like you can you can give somebody the okay, you can give somebody the thumbs up, but like this way is either you're not even you're not even giving any. Uh, you're not even giving any positivity one way or the other. It's just throw it at people. By the way, real quick before we move on from from the rap song, what's it going to take to get a Joe Prano verse? Um, I saw some requests there. I'm on Venmo. I'm like fucking. Uh, I'm two chains or Nicki Minaj. You know what I mean? Like, do you want to hear what Snoop's? I want, I, I want hundred thousand dollars for a feature. If I talk, yeah, I was gonna say that's Snoop's price. Hundred thousand dollars for a feature. It's. Uh, it's a. I know for a fact. It's a hundred grand cash. Well, if look, you have a hundred grand cash, Snoop will do a song with you. I mean, look, for a thousand dollars collectively on a, on Venmo. Thousand dollars, calling over here paid a hundred bucks to come in the studio. Well, for live taping. He's saying worth every penny. Well, he also spent a thousand dollars on weed this week, so he's yeah. fucking. <laughs> It's not good with money. Yeah. <laughs> it's making some interesting choices. Have you given up on your Mets yet? Uh, I have not. Yeah, I mean, I I had given up on them. I'm close. They're on the edge. They're on the edge. They have uh, they have the Nationals right now. They won yesterday. Big performance by uh, Cindergard. They've got Thor. Thor, Scher, or sorry, uh, DeGrom Scherzer tonight. I hate to put it all, like, you know. The season's far from over for a team that's four games back of a wild card spot, but I'll say it. Season's on the line tonight. Handing the ball to Jake. Jake versus Scherzer. They don't if they don't win tonight, it's over. Well, I I pulled the standings up, so we get, let me let me get them a little. But they've got they've got Phillies again soon. They've got Diamondbacks again soon. So they've got Nationals. They've got like. They've got the Rockies still. Like, the Mets' schedule isn't easy, yeah. but it's beneficial for them and basically that they're playing a lot of teams they need to beat. You know, they need to – like, obviously, they they would need to pass the Diamondbacks. They'd need to pass the Phillies. They're playing the Nationals right now who are ahead of them. The, the Rockies fucking stink. The Marlins stink. Those are the two worst teams in the National League. They, they have both of them left. Uh, so, for the rest of the year, like – only the final series against the Braves is the one you don't want to see. And otherwise, it's like you're playing somebody you kind of have to play or somebody you want to play. But yeah, either way, I mean, if they lose tonight, I think it's over. You need you need DeGrom to come out. Nimmo came back yesterday, put up a bunch of runs against the Nationals, uh, who are three and a half games up on the first, you know, in the first wild card spot. You just gotta go at them hard. Like they, they need two out of three. Yeah. And and if they don't win tonight with DeGrom, then I don't think two out of three is happening. Who do you like in the National League right now? Who do I like for like, like World Series? Do you still like the Dodgers to make it? Dude, I I'm I sneaky like the Cardinals. Yeah. Best record in baseball since the uh, all star break. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, in the National League. Yeah. I I like the Cardinals. I just don't like it's I think it's just too hard for the Dodgers to go four years in a row. 
I still think the Braves are. Wait, that'd be four years in a row to the World Series? No. Yeah. They lost to the Red Sox. They lost to Astros. Is that it? Two yeah. years? Okay. So it'd be three years in a row. Astros in seven, Red Sox, what was that, five or six? Yeah. Right, because before that it was the Cubs. Yeah. What about American League? I'm 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 on the Houston Astros fucking train. I'm on the train that runs over their left field fence. I've been on the Houston Astros train for how many years now? A I few. Th- I thought they were gonna win it last year. Uh World Series hangover. Same thing happened to the Red Sox this year. Yeah. Uh I think the I think the Astros bounce back. Fucking Justin Verlander. I mean, that guy's a goddamn pimp. There was a no hitter the other day. Kate Upton was trending because Justin Verlander. I saw a that. She was the number one trend in the world because her husband threw a no hitter. I saw that. And she has titties. Yeah. Titters. I mean, that. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine being? Can you imagine just like I have big breasts and my husband did something great? Now I'm trending. <laughs> Dude, sex rules everything, man. Everything. It's like it's. <laughs> it's incredible. It's wild. I couldn't believe that when I saw that. Because now I, th- I believe he's the only the third pitcher all in the history of baseball to throw three or more no hitters. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's Nolan Ryan, who has like seven. Who has? Yeah, I believe seven. Sandy Koufax, I believe, has four. And now Verlander and a few other guys have three. Oh, okay. So there's a bunch of other guys who have three. Yeah. Maybe Bob Feller. Okay. If you say so. Has at least two. Cy Young. Has two or three. He's fucking good, man. Also, he was done. Remember that? Before Remember? he was traded? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. He he was he was coming back, but he was like he had like he had like a couple rough years. And then I mean that's why Kate Upton was tra- trending too. Because he got with her and she fu- and he fucking was all of a sudden good again. Yeah. Power of the pussy, bro. I mean, that's that's a little crude, honestly, but you know. <laughs> I just I was saying the love of a good woman. You know? Deuteronomy twelve eight. <laughs> yeah. Dude, where's my car? Twelve fourteen. I heard a conspiracy behind the Verlander no hitter. Yeah, yeah. It was it was all, you know he he plays for the Houston Astros. I love. Uh huh. Ass is the first word. The first word in Astros. Yes. Larry Johnson's claiming that the Houston Astros is trying to get you comfortable with ass. And also, there's the George Bush Airport in Houston, which right. is connected to the Bush family, which is connected to the Skull and Bones. So it's a homosexuality meets. And they wear orange, very similar to the color of vest you would wear if you went, like, duck hunting with Dick Cheney, who's also yeah. in Skull and Bones. Yeah. So that's how, that's how it all played out. Yeah. We need Larry Johnson on our <laughs> podcast. Larry, come on, man. Come to the Smut Studio. Even do a phone call. Guys, if you have a ham radio, try to get in touch with Larry Johnson. (laughs) 
if you're one of those people who has, uh, you know, one of those radio frequencies where you can talk to people's uh, f- cavity fillings, try to get in touch with Larry. Football is here, Prano. College football is here. NFL starts this week. I opened my SeatGeek app. SeatGeek! Because I want to see which Rams games I want to go to. Which Rams games do you want to go to? Well, I would like to go to the Saints. Which right. is, is there any chance of you going to a Rams-Seahawks, the Rams-Seahawks game with the, with the half jersey, with the split jersey? I have never claimed to be a Seahawks fan. I have always claimed to be a Russell Wilson fan. There's a huge difference, Joe Prano. By the way, I sent you that Russell Wilson tweet the other day. Yeah, he's a dork. The, the welcoming Jadavian Clowney. Like, tweet, it's hilarious. He's a dork. I'd, I'd, I'd use promo code DIRTY just to get just to get tickets to watch Jadavian Clowney meet Russell Wilson in their locker room. Yeah. He's like, motherfucker, don't talk to me. <laughs> that Jesus shit away from me. Seeking! I was looking at the Saints game, but my mom will be in town, so I can't go to that. Okay. I might have to choose maybe not the best game. A little cheaper tickets I was looking the Rams, once again, have one last home game. Where are they playing this year? London again. Okay. They keep, guys, they're in L.A. now. Like, give them eight home games. Well, they're not in St. Louis anymore. But Dirtballs, if you want to see. St. Louis dig. Just uh, stab St. Louis there. It was a St. Louis dig. If you want to see your team, use the SeatGeek app. It's the only place to get tickets for your college or NFL team. Also for concerts, comedy shows, music festivals, you name it. SeatGeek has it, and most importantly, SeatGeek will give you $10 off on your first SeatGeek purchase. All you need to do is use our promo code, so download the SeatGeek app and use promo code DIRTY, that's D-I-R-T-Y, for $10 off on your first purchase. That's promo code DIRTY for $10 off on your first purchase. Okay, college football, I don't know really what to say. I didn't watch too many games. You didn't watch too many games? You watched Notre Dame Louisville yesterday. I watched some of it. I watched that cheerleader get broke, break her nose. Yeah. Did she break her nose? Yeah. Oh wow. She's pretty hot though. So whatever. Is she a Louisville cheerleader? Yeah. I like Notre Dame's quarterback. I like Book. Yeah. He played. He played well. It's gritty. It's a grinder. It's a grinder. Uh, that was the only game I watched uh, a significant chunk of. What What were the other interesting games of the weekend? I watched a little just to see how he did, and he did amazing, as we all knew. I watched a little Cincinnati-UCLA on Thursday to see McAfee's Thursday night debut. It did, he did well? He did great. Actually, who, won, wa- who won that game? Cincinnati did. I like that. So UCLA. Bro. Chip, the Chip Kelly era has not started strong. Not at all. I caught USC. It was in the background at the bar. They were struggling against Fresno State. Aaron's alma mater. Aaron went to the tailgate, did not make it into the game. Yeah. Some White Claw shit right there. That's a White Claw version of fanning. <laughs> it's like you can go all the way to the Coliseum, just go to the game. Yeah. it's a good point. Uh, what's going on with, with Colin in there? He's got a, a strikeout gone. I think he just hit the blunt, chugged a beer, and blew it out while he took a shit in your bathroom. It's the most Philly shit ever. That's what happens when you bring dirt balls into the into the studio apartment. Most Philly shit ever. Uh, Tennessee lost at home. This guy's this guy's passing a Wawa meatball sandwich you had two weeks ago. I got a I got a I got a towel there, buddy. There you go. <laughs> if you guys could only see this cat. 
He's unbelievable. He's making himself right at home. You want you want to get to some dirt ball calls? Sure, let's do. Because clearly, it. clearly, none of us care enough about college football. There well, are some, I mean, you're the college football guy here. I'm you're really our, not. You're our official college football course. I'm really not. There are some. Colin, are you a college football guy? Not really, but uh, I went to some Penn State bar in LA for the game the other day. How was that? It was awesome, actually. Where was it? You know? I couldn't tell you the exact area. I just bought beer there. Britannia pub, though. Okay. Oh yeah, right in Santa Monica. Yeah. Sorry, man. I don't have headphones for you. I di- I, di- I didn't pull them out. So- <laughs> oh, you- oh, what the dirtball call song? Here, get on the mic. Get on the mic here. Get on the mic here. <clears throat> you hate the dirtball call song? Well, it's been banned, so yeah. that's that's good news. Yeah, I s- didn't know that. Yeah, it, it, because uh, a fellow uh, a fellow Mid Atlantic region dirtball is coming at Ruther too hard. No, I'm just I'm just I'm just done with. Uh, Ruth is going. Dude, just every time that song. Ruth is like, going I, I listen at work on a Bluetooth teacher. speaker, and I, I put it, like, pretty loud. And every time that song came on, I'd get so embarrassed and have to, like, press pause and turn the volume all the way down because it's, it's very cringe. I'm that also, sorry. But. That also makes me want to bring it back, though. <laughs> hearing, hearing Colin say that makes me want to almost bring it back. Yeah, it's so cringe. Please don't. Yeah, have you seen Denton Road? Uh. I you were just really watching the audio, it. The video, the video was pretty cool. Yeah. Like the visual. I didn't want to play the audio too loud because I didn't want to interrupt. After the show, after doing. the show, we'll have you watch. But I want to know where that is on the cringe on the Colin cringe scale. <laughs> All yeah. Right, fair enough. It's <laughs> good alliteration. The Colin cringe scale. Yep. All right. Dirtball calls. What, what do we got here? We got a few. Um, I believe. Let's just let's just start off. What's up, fellas? This is Jew Boy. I was just calling. Um, want to talk about the youth and sports. So I just heard, uh, read an article that the top five players in the NBA, 25 and younger, and the list that they had, none of them were American players. So it's like a B, Joe Gitch, um, Giannis, Ben Simmons, and Doncic. So I never thought, you know, this whole esports shit where like this new generation, they don't go outside and play. Um, so do you think in 20, 25 years, maybe 10 years, that real sports that we consider real sports will actually not be as big in America just for the fact that, like, obviously there's still 9% of the people in sports are Americans. They're just for the sure numbers that we have more people in America than, you know, most places. But just on uh, sheer talent, you think this is something that could like truly affect sports in you know the next like I said twenty years or so? Thanks, guys. Later. I actually think that is interesting that uh, not a single American in that list. I think that uh, you know it just happens to be right now. Like two years ago, that wouldn't be the list. Two years from now, I'm not sure that'll be the list. But um, I think I think it's a combo of things. I think. One, um, especially in basketball, and we're seeing this with, you know, what's going on with Team USA, not having our best players and everything, is it's just the the talent pool is just bigger geographically than it's ever been. And 
there was a time, and that that's a, that's why it's so funny when I argue with people on the like I can't believe it. I can't believe the claims that people try to make on it. Like the idea that there are still, I had somebody defending fucking Chris Dudley yesterday on Twitter, saying like Chris Dudley plays in today's NBA. I was like, that person should be that person should be hauled away to Guantanamo. You're you're some. You're, I mean, Larry Johnson's got theories. Like you, I'm not sure that you're not an alien. Um, the the talent pool is just so much greater geographically that you can go ev- anywhere in the world now, and go like, hey, who who from this country is seven feet tall? And have you been training them to shoot threes since they were five years old? Okay, cool. Bring them to the NBA. Like it, it's just amazing the the way. Especially again in basketball, it's become this world's game. Everybody sees this play. It's not like in the '90s where you had a guy in Africa or a guy in Australia or whatever, and they're just like learning the game their own way. And they come over and they're just seven feet tall and they're Luke Long and they're like, oh, "I'm just seven feet tall. Here I am." Well, it's like well, Ben, every, ben Simmons is a prime example, right? He grew up in Australia, but yeah, exactly. But I'm saying everybody is watching the same game now. You know, everybody's yeah. learning the game in the same way. This notion. That we're not better than we've ever been is is just it's just flat out wrong. It's, it's get off my lawn. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's embarrassing. If it's, that's your take, it's embarrassing. If your take is like that, you know, Kevin Durant, like that, there were seven footers as skilled. Somebody literally made the claim, like he was like yesterday. He goes, I've seen Shaq running the break. I'm not sure Shaq couldn't have been running the offense if he wanted to. I'm like. What is happening right now? It's like I've seen Shaq in the open court. I'm like, Kevin Durant's a shooting guard. He's a seven-foot-tall shooting guard in the NBA. Name one of those from fucking 1990. There aren't any. If you look at the fucking, you know, top 15, top 20, I think in the top 20 three-pointers, like most three-pointers, made in a season, 17 of them happened in like the last five years. The top 23-point shooters ever, like Kevin Durant's like 15th and threes all time. Like the, the idea that the players aren't like infinitely more skilled is a joke. Like if you don't think that, you're a fucking clown. And that is just like, and it's because of this. The talent pool, you're, t- you're just Taking the best of the best. There was a time where you had the best of the best of America, and then the random dude, like Tony Kukoc, you had a fucking race. But it's like, now you're getting the best of the best from everywhere. That's why the NBA is going to keep fucking going like this, and other sports are going to go like this, because the NFL hasn't embraced other fucking cultures. They don't give them, they haven't even embraced American black people. Major League Baseball's putting fucking literally everybody behind a net. Yeah, NBA, wild. And I mean, I don't know about the the video game. Like, I'm are are less NBA players in the top five American because of video. Like, Australia's got video games, right? <laughs> like, well, and not just that. The truth is, the majority of the NBA is still black right it comes from the black community so my argument would be those kids are still hooping right the nerdy white kids in the suburbs i mean there's i'm sure there's black gamers i'm sure there's gamers but i'm saying 
it's just like basketball, like everybody's got the same video game now, right? Like there's a time in the 80s where I had Atari and Africans are like, what? But like there's people in fucking Nigeria that are playing Fortnite. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Larry Johnson definitely has a conspiracy about yeah. that. <laughs> Larry Johnson's like Fortnite. He's get, getting all these kids into dancing. Oh, yeah, Everybody he, knows once you start dancing, you start fucking. It's like, what is this? Yeah. A Kevin Bacon movie? Yeah. He, according to Larry Johnson, if you play Dance Dance Revolution, you will be sucking a penis by the end of that night. I mean, in fairness, Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's known as DDR. The technical term. You know, Chris Wallace brought up a great point when I was down at his birthday last weekend. Ms. Pac-Man, the original transgender. She's not Pac-Woman. She's Ms. Pac-Man. She's a Pac-Man dressed as a woman. It's funny. I played Ms. Pac-Man uh, this weekend at Barney's Beanery. Yeah? Did terrible. You know, Chris Wallace has one in his garage. I've only been there once. It's, it's pretty glorious. Yeah. You weren't invited to the birthday party. I mean, you got to rub that in again. <laughs> I was not invited to the birthday party. A lot of people were invited. It's like, like, I, I, I honestly think that he was just adding random numbers to his text chain at one point. Jason Hour was invited. Jason Hour is like the original Andy Ruther. That's just, I'm just saying, a, a, a direct slap in your face. That it wasn't invited. I, 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 I think that it wasn't invited to his birthday party. We're gonna have to talk about this on the. Annual Christmas episode. Yeah, I was like, you know, it's, it is what it is. It's fine. It's, it is what it is. All right, let's get to another call. Dirty Sports, what's up? This is Crypto Rant checking in from Cleveland. Um, we just had our group just had our fantasy football draft last night, and the every year 12th place, last place finisher, we come up with a punishment. Now, the punishment that somebody threw out there for an idea this year was the person's going to have to do five minutes of open mic stand-up. And none of us are stand-ups. I listen to podcasts with you guys and comics talking about stand-up comedy. But what is some advice that you might have for one of us in the league that finishes 12th this year? Not an aspiring stand-up has to do five minutes of open mic. Um, That's awesome. Thanks, boys. That's about it. And uh, condoms are for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Go Browns. Have a good one. First of all, uh, I just have you met our Crypto Dirtball? Crypto Rant? Yeah. In person? Yeah. No. I met him at the Pittsburgh Improv. Uh, I mean, he sent us a million messages about his cryptocurrency, like wheelings and dealings. So the first thing I thought of on that is just an auction draft with him and all his cryptocurrency friends, where they're like auction auction uh, buying players. Yeah. He's like, I'm in for Baker Mayfield for point zero zero four Bitcoin. Oh, point zero zero four two Bitcoin. Um, my advice is five minutes of stand up, talk about what you know, and uh, rehearse the shit out of it so that you don't go up there and you're trying to like. I would, the first thing I would do is just write all that, write it all down what you know, and uh, and then just practice it a million times so you don't panic. Because it's not going to be good. The jokes aren't going to be good. You don't know how to write a joke. It's going to be all about your delivery. Just fucking stick with what you know yeah. and rehearse the fuck out of it. My advice is just five minutes of Taco Bell jokes. <laughs> You're golden. You're golden brown like my shits after Taco Bell. 
That's a good bet, though. And then do 75 more minutes and put out Andy Ruther's special. <laughs> that's a good bet, man. Like, that's a good bet. Yeah, for sure. That's a good bet. All right. Do you want to hear from Colts fans? We have some pleas. Yeah, let's go. We have some pleas from Colts fans. Trying to beg for your forgiveness, Joe Prano. Joe, Andy, it's your boy Double D from Indiana. Hey, I'm calling in because I just want to say, as a Colts fan, you guys are right. Um, Jacoby Brissett is not the answer. He's not going to get us the win. The, the first sports book in Indiana opens on Wednesday. I'm going to slam the under. They're not going to win more than eight games. Um, it's just, if Brissett holds the ball on forever, he, he gets out of the pocket, he makes bad decisions. He, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets hurt. Um, but, but Joe, Andy, both of you guys, don't lump uh, all the Colts fans in Indiana in with Ohio, please. There is um, some charm to Indiana. I know you're upset with the fans, but you got to remember who is at this game. It's the fourth preseason game of the, of the preseason, okay? So it's a night game. Saturday, everyone's been drinking. Most of the season ticket holders are not there. Um, a lot of times they sell their tickets for the preseason. The fans that are there are the fans who can't afford going to a regular season game. So they're getting their cheap ticket to the go to the game. People. They're one game out of the year. Half the stadium was Bears fans. So there is Bears fans in there booing. Um, it, it wasn't just the Colts. And, and now, take that out of it for a second. Um, I think the, the team responded well. I think the fans did respond well eventually. Obviously there's still some people upset, but you gotta, the timing of it was very, very odd. And being at the game, I, it was just weird. I, I saw some guys throwing their luck jerseys on the field, um, being absolute idiots. But again, I'm just gonna hammer home the fact that the season ticket holders, uh, a lot of them were not there for that game. So that's it, boys. Thanks for taking my call. Condoms are for Boilermakers. Um, First of all, I'll never I, – I, I even said I'll never lump Indiana fans in with Ohio because of the way they took the original rewritten Ohio tweet. I got 200 responses from Ohio people telling me to kill myself. I got zero from Colts fans. Surprisingly, again, the worst the worst I've seen of Colts fans is the is people jumping on board the Brissett train. I'm more offended by that than I am them booing Andrew Luck. I understand that that's like an emotional thing. You know, you have an emotional outburst. Um, I still think it was trash. And like, okay, y- y- totally. It's the people who not only is it the people at the f- last preseason game, it's the ones that are still there in the fourth quarter of the preseason yeah. game. So yeah, I'm not saying, but again, group think somebody started booing. And other people fucking jumped in. And I just think it's, uh, again, it's just like a, tr- a, a trash move the way they handled Andrew Luck. And he's probably super excited that, that you know, he made this decision to retire when he saw what happened there. But you're, you'll never be Ohio, let's be honest. It's still trashy. I mean, he he's basically saying poor people are idiots. That's kind of what you're saying. He is, in, la- in lack of a better term. He's saying... How poor do you have to be to not afford an Indianapolis regular season game? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the fuck. What, this guy... <laughs> hop on the mic, dude. Just hop he was, on the mic. He, he was going full fucking Gilgan's Island style. He's putting up <laughs> smoke screens to try to send us a message. Like, hop on the mic, dude. 
What's up? First of all, before you give us your if if you if if that had happened, if Carson Wentz decided to retire from injuries, you'd boo the shit out of him, wouldn't you? No, nah, I wouldn't. No? No, nah, I mean Philly's not classes like that. <laughs> I think that's They're like, like we fucking blow up his car. If someone deserves it, we will boo the shit out of you, like way more than we should. Yeah. But for the most part, we're very respectful. All right, now what was your message that you were trying to fucking smoke screen us? Um, I just didn't know if you guys were gonna talk about how um the USA um <clears throat> basketball team Barely beat Turkey? Yeah, dude. Like, Ersan Eliasova fucking almost beat the entire USA basketball team. Well, How we, the fuck does that happen? Well, we talked about this uh, last week. This is like our D-team plan. Like, there's got, like, like, this is, like, not our good U.S. players at all. Well, even but first of all, they're by far the most talented team. It's just that they have not played together. I have said before, like, let Joe Harris play with the fucking current Virginia roster and just let Joe Harris like do what one of these guys on every other team around the world does where they're like we have one guy we're gonna let him fucking take over and let's just go that way let's play let's play the world's game surround Joe Harris with a bunch of guys who've been playing together from his alma mater and let's go this is my this is what I want for Team USA but yeah it's they just haven't played together and it's a bunch it's you know it's a misshapen roster I mean, I just think we're so talented. And look at, I think, what is it, Serbia? Yeah. With, like, Jokic, uh, Marjanovic, someone's name I can't pronounce. Yeah. Nemanj Belinka or whatever. Yeah. You, but, already, <coughs> you already butchered the first two names. <laughs> <laughs> so please continue. <laughs> Jokic. But, like, but. anyways, what is it? They've outscored their two opponents by, like, 70 points or 100 points or yeah. some bullshit. Like, they're still not nearly as talented as the, like, USA team. Right. How are how, how, – how? Because they play together. Yeah. That's what we were saying last episode. When? They're a oh. national team. They play together a lot more. All right. I didn't know that. Though. Yeah, they do. These guys, a lot of them grow up playing together, too. Whereas, like, our team is literally just, our team is like if you walked out to the Venice Beach courts right now, and you're like, okay, you look like you could be all right, you could be all right, you can maybe shoot. Yeah, like, the, like honestly, the best, I, I still say, like, I think the best college team that's been together for a while would would fare probably better than our guys, like with their coach. With that, they like I. I'll say it. Like I think fucking the Virginia Cavaliers win that tournament. I disagree, but that's all right. I don't think they do. By the way, I gotta mention this. Did you see that video of the player headbutting the ref <laughs> that went viral? No. In what sport? High school football. He headbutts the ref. With his helmet on. With his helmet on. Yeah. And it, I was laughing because they were playing against my dad's high school. Really? They were playing against you. So it wasn't. So it was Dayton Dunbar. That's was your dad's the, high school? No, that was the team. Okay. <laughs> Dayton. Walt, Walt, no, Dayton, Walt did not go to Dayton Dunbar. Dayton Dunbar is in the fucking hood. So, although it would be funny if he did. Walt went to Roger Bacon. So Roger Bacon was playing Dayton Dunbar, and this video goes viral. It's making me hungry. <laughs> this guy headbutts the fucking ref. You haven't seen this? No. You want to watch this? Have sure. you seen this? No. No, you don't have any fucking use the internet. <laughs> this fucking guy over here. Look, look, look at him taking shots at you. I'm, I'm having fun with them. Oh, he's giving me the finger. Okay. You get one of your beers. Dude, take whatever you want. Did you already drink a six-pack? Yeah. Jesus, this guy is a- There's Rolling Rocks in there. You'll feel at yeah. home. Yeah, Trashy fucking pennsylvania <laughs> look at this guy <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Can he get through the camera? This is like watching fucking Catherine Zeta Jones and fucking <laughs> what is that? Entrapment. Oh, where is this video? God damn it. Dayton. Okay, here it is. Here it is, Brano. I don't know why this Dayton Dunbar fucking. That's the coolest trash can. You like that? That's Costco, bro. All right, so here it is. So you'll watch it. So this is Roger Bacon, the white team. Stop saying bacon. This is Dayton Dunbar. Watch this shit. It's right here, this ref. Which ref? Right here. Okay, got it. (laughs) And then he tries to attack him. Watch this. He said they were getting bad calls the whole game. Watch this. Then he goes after the other ref. And then another ref. Like, savage. I heard my dad watch that, and his direct line was, it's what? <laughs> you want to wrap this episode up? I don't up? know why these, why these Dayton kids are so upset. They should go check out Dayton University, full of hot chicks. Unbelievable. <laughs> you want to wrap up this episode? Yeah, do we have, did you have one more call? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah we have one Bumper more. stickers that bother us? One, one it's more. an interesting one more call. Topic. One more call. What's going on, boys? Kyle Arnowski coming back once again from beautiful Thompson, New Jersey, home of the 1998 Little League World Series champions and Joe Prano's most hated athlete um, outside of Kobe Bryant, Carmelo Anthony, Todd Frazier. So I'm um, just driving home from work, and I saw someone with a uh, New England Patriots sticker uh, magnet on the back of their car, and it just made me want to throw up. I just get absolutely detested when I see those in New Jersey. Obviously, if I'm in like Massachusetts or fucking New Hampshire, it's like normal. That's to be expected. I'm just wondering what, like, what team logos, what team's gear do you see around either, you know, in Ohio or New York or Ukraine or in LA that make you just like know that they're already a garbage human being? For me, it's Pats fans in New Jersey, um, and Rangers fans in New Jersey, especially down in more like central South Jersey because there's no reason to not root for your team's only professional sports franchise. It's fucking pitiful and you need a fucking bullet in your head that's about it minute and three seconds so fuck you ruther just kidding boys have a great weekend damn kept kept it tight yeah Uh, everybody else should follow that keep it tight minute um i my problem is always with the like there are shitty people so seeing like a shitty seeing a seeing a shitty team on the back i'm like oh yeah whatever my problem is whenever i see the mixed bumper sticker like you got the cowboys logo and the fucking yankees logo you're the worst yeah or the, my, mi- the mixed bag are the worst my problem is the just the fair of this town the fair weather like we say oh i haven't seen a lakers flag in how long dude when i moved here and the lakers were good three straight finals they won two of them flags just every car had a flag every car had a lakers flag i haven't seen it. a lakers flag in seven years so they're the worst most fair weather fans. The Raiders one cracks me up. You still see a fair amount of Raiders. I love seeing the Raiders one. It just always makes me think of my joke. It makes me think of your joke, too. So I laugh. Uh, back home, the bad one's Kentucky. A lot of Kentucky since I'm right on the border. Yankees, Cowboys. Those are the ones that really set me off, I'd say. And we met. Well, how about the dude the other week? He was hanging out at your pool. Had the fucking big Eagles tattoo on his arm. That guy. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Seemed like a nice guy. I was like, why'd you do this to yourself? By the way, Kobe Bryant stands. Uh, it's, it's unbelievable. Somebody wrote a monologue under the video that I pulled from last episode. 
with not one statistical piece of evidence. My it that uh, that's also my favorite thing about Kobe Bryant stands is like the argument they don't even argue like you're only using stats. It's like stat they're basically going stats are lies. <laughs> like they like they can't handle statistical evidence. Well, stats don't matter, which is the whole litmus of gauging someone's athletic prowess on the court or field, right? Is stats. Obviously, there's more to it than that. But like again, when you go when you go past the stats with Kobe Bryant, like his stats are actually better. His stats are better than his than everything else. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when you go when you go past the stats thing, when you start talking about beyond stats for Kobe Bryant, like get get away from the numbers. Take take Kobe's career numbers and set them aside. What are you left with? You're left with hated by teammates, ran Shaq out of town, his coach wrote a fucking book about him being an asshole, he never won a single playoff series without a dominant big man. That's... Facts. That, that's that, Those are beyond the numbers. Kobe Bryant beyond the numbers. Piece of trash. Ruined his own dynasty. Hated by coaches and teammates. Never won a single playoff series while he wasn't riding on the back of a big man. That's beyond the stats. Yeah. His footwork, though. Uh, great. Kobe Bryant was skilled. Kobe Bryant's the 25th best player of all time. Yeah. Ish. There's some wild numbers that I didn't even know, though, like about him. Like, like if you really, if you go like Barry McCockiner on him. Yeah. Where like, like somebody somebody posted shout this dude out because he fucking he's the he's the Kobe Bryant truther in our in our YouTube comments. He's listed as Sean King. <laughs> I doubt it's really Sean King, but listen to this. Perhaps former Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Sean King. Kobe's fourth quarter shooting percentage in the 2009-2010 Finals is 29 percent. 29% in two straight finals. Now, granted, they won four out of five games against the Magic in one of those. Palgasol's was 58%. Yeah, it's literally double. It's just it's just wild to think. I just wanted to tell everybody, look, we had I, I saved Ruther from the clutches of being a Kobe stand back in the day. I pulled you out of the abyss. You were, you were down a well. You were like fucking little Stevie, you'd fallen down a well. I sent a bucket down for you and I pulled you up. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm two months away from finally drawing you over to not even the best player on two championship teams. That's the great Joe Prano argument of all time. Kobe Bryant, indeed not the best player on any championship team he ever was on. Well, something you said, and we'll wrap up the show, something you said that really stuck with me last episode was a good point. You go the opposite. Everyone says, Oh, he had nobody to play with on those teams that got eight seeds. Your argument is, if he was such a good player, he elevates his team to not be an eight seed. Well, again, LeBron James was in the finals with fucking Mo Williams. But see, everybody's going to say the East, the East. Also, the East. also, uh, again, first of all, I'm a Mike D'Antoni stan, right? Yeah. So that's obviously part of the that, that Sun success. And I'm, you know, I would say I'm half of a Steve Nash fanboy. But, like, everybody likes to take that fucking 
Phoenix Suns team and talk about how great, oh, how was Kobe Bryant supposed to beat? Like, what did all of those guys do in their career? Like, again, I say it again, like, where's Leandro Barbosa? Where's fucking Boris Diaw? Where's fucking all these, like, Amari Stoudemire went to the Knicks, had one good season. Now he's in Israel playing basketball. Amari Stoudemire is 29 years old currently. Like, what the, like, Sean Marion, good player. Is he, is Sean Marion worlds better than Lamar Odom? No. Okay. Not at all. So Steve Nash took his two MVP, his two rightfully earned MVPs and shoved them up Kobe Bryant's ass. Two playoff series in a row. And everybody loves to do the fucking... Like, this is something that you don't even touch. Everybody likes to do the LeBron James quit on his team thing. The Co- the one Kobe Bryant series in those three years that was an actual series is the one where he refused to shoot in Game 7. Because he quit on his team. Because he got fucking... Called a ball hog for scoring 50 points on like 412 shots the game before. I'm here for all your Kobe Bryant truth needs. <laughs> Kobe Bryant truth or Joe Prano. I'm, I'm going to buy Kobe, KobeTruther.org. Let's look it up after the show. Let's do it. That's the show. The hotline is 310-359-8365. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Dirty Sports. Hop on YouTube. Watch that little text video. Subscribe. Watch all our videos. Follow me at Andy Ruther. Follow Joe at Joe Prano on Instagram and Fix Your Life on Twitter. Go see him in La Jolla this weekend. La Jolla, California, San Diego. Honestly, probably my favorite show to do all year. I do it with Eddie Ift every year. Um, honored to do it again this year. Probably my favorite show. I always say Tahoe's my favorite show because it's a, basically a vacation. La Jolla, right behind it. It's a vacation. Great bars and fucking restaurants down there on the beach. I'll be watching NFL Sunday, week one, somewhere at a seaside bar in San Diego. Uh, Eddie and I were doing two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, one show Sunday. It's going to be a fucking blast. The club's incredible. If you're in and around San Diego or Southern California, come to the La Jolla Comedy Store and see me open for Eddie Ift. Cool. All right, guys. Shout out our boy here, Colin. You're, you're not. Say, you're, can I say something real quick? What's up? Can I say something real quick? Yeah, go for it. Uh, He's like, I live in lower. I live uh, in lower Larry. Man. I'll get in trouble if I don't say this. Wait, shout who? out to who? Larry Lucas Hefner. He went to one of your comedy shows a couple weeks ago. Right on. But. Uh, yeah, I'll get in trouble if I don't say it. So. Is he is his name Larry and Lucas? Or you just his call his name is Lucas. He he goes by Larry or no, he goes by Lucas. I call it I call him Larry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and are you on uh are you on Instagram or anything like that? You don't do the social media at all? Nope. Don't follow me. Fuck off. <laughs> I love it. I love this kid. He's fucking, Nope. He's a Nope. He he's a revolutionary with that. Alright guys, that's the show. We will doing a full NFL preview show on Thursday morning. You'll be here, right? Yeah. Okay. Thursday morning, full NFL preview show. All right, Dirtballs, have a good couple days, and most importantly, stay dirty. What the 
the fuck, dude? I'm not even done with the stay dirty. And you slammed it down. 